This is Season 2, Episode 8 of Midlife Mojo with Lisa Dupree. In this episode, I'll be talking about slipping up, the first thing to do when it happens, and how to learn from it to keep moving on. Welcome to Midlife Mojo, the podcast all about how to be fit and flourish in your 50s, with me, your host with over 25 years of experience in the health, fitness, and wellness industry, Lisa Dupree. We'll be talking about all the things that support living life to the fullest. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. It has been a whirlwind of a month. I've been celebrating three birthdays. My birthday is at the beginning of March, and I just have been so grateful for all the many things that have happened in my personal and professional life this year. Also, my daughter has a milestone birthday this month. She'll be turning 21, and that's a big one. I'm so proud of her and who she's grown up to be. And the Midlife Mojo podcast is turning one. The time has really flown by. It's grown and changed a lot in a year, right along with my daughter and myself. There is a lot of excitement and energy with all of us for what's to come this next year. And as great as this past year has been, it hasn't been without significant challenges and more than a few slip-ups. With the podcast, I totally slipped up this month with getting it all together. And that includes coming up with an idea, recording, editing, getting it published on my target date. By failing to accomplish my goal, I really have gone through a variety of emotions. Shame and frustration, for one, for not getting it done on time. Feeling like I failed and let people down. Feeling like I should just give up because it's too hard to keep up with all the other responsibilities along with the podcast. And then when you couple that with some pretty negative thoughts and self-talk, it has been a process to get back on track. So if you've ever felt like this when you've slipped up on your goal or you've gotten off track with a new habit, then this episode is for you. Simply put, slips are times when we don't follow our plans. This could be for anything, for healthy eating or exercising, managing stress, drinking less alcohol, getting more sleep, publishing your podcast, (laughs) Anything that you've set a goal for and have been actively taking steps to do, and then all of a sudden, you don't. So slip-ups and lapses are a normal part of lifestyle change. They're a normal part of building new habits or stopping old ones. So just like falling down is a normal part of skiing. So if you ski, you know at some point you're going to fall. All skiers fall from time to time. Now, I live in the South, and there's really no snow near me, so I don't know a lot about snow skiing, but I did learn to ride a a stand-up jet ski this summer, and let me tell you, I fell off a lot. Oh, so much water was in my ears and and all up my nose. Oh, my word. My partner has a lot of experience riding stand-up jet skis, and he still falls off on occasion when he hits a big wake or tries some new, you know, tricky move. It's just part of the ride. And everyone who sets out on a goal or to change a habit, whether it be lose weight, be more active, build better coping skills for stress, get eight hours of sleep, whatever it is, 
they're going to slip up at some time. Slip-ups are nearly inevitable, and it's to be expected. And that may sound discouraging to you, but it really doesn't have to be. Slip-ups are themselves not a problem. They don't hurt your progress overall. What ends up really getting in the way and hurting your progress and can lead to relapse or giving up completely is the way that you react to them. I want to talk a minute or two about the trans-theoretical model of behavior change. This model was brought into the forefront in research and into the public eye in the early 80s by James Prochaska and Carlo Di Clemente. And it was really incorporating several models that were used at the time and combining it into one. And and some of the things that they really came out and were uh, kind of groundbreaking was like change is a process. It's not a discrete event. And they also have the stages of change. So this is a key element in the trans-theoretical model. So they were identifying how people who were changing, how self-changers, they called them, were making progress, how they were accomplishing their goals. And they discovered there were several stages of change, five of them, pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. And what they found is there was a non-linear progression through these stages, meaning that somebody that was kind of thinking about a goal or something, or they were kind of, you know, weighing the pros and cons. They weren't sure, but they they thought it was a good idea, but, you know, there was something holding them back, contemplating about it. You know, they would likely go to, into preparation and then action, but before you can get to maintenance and have accomplished your goals and maintain them, a lot of times the self-changers would recycle back through different stages. Uh, They end up calling it relapsing. And so they found out that this was just a normal part of the change process. And most of the self-changers who were successful, they cycled through the stages of change many times before finally kind of attaining whatever that goal that they wanted and um, maintaining it long-term. Let's go back to that skiing example. When you're learning to ski, falling is a natural part of that process. Ski instructors really begin teaching skiers to anticipate falls from the beginning and show them how to get up after a fall. As a health coach, This is part of the coaching process, and one of the big benefits of working with a certified coach who understands how this process of change works and can help clients effectively address a slip-up or a lapse, learn from it, and keep moving on. Because everyone has different reasons or triggers for slip-ups. It could be like different moods. It could be feelings, both positive feelings and negative feelings, and certain people or being in certain circumstances. All these can cause someone to get off track. And again, it's not the slip itself that is the issue. Slip-ups, again, normal part of changing. It's the reaction to it. Think about when we embark on a goal pursuit and begin to take action. We've usually done a good bit of work already. We've thought it through. We've made a plan, there's a specific outcome we're working to achieve, and we have a series of steps to get there. We start out with this roadmap of sorts, and the idea 
of how it's all supposed to go. We've prepared, we've planned, we've projected, you know, we know, or we think we know just how it's going to unfold step by step. And a lot of the time, there are some underlying unspoken assumptions at play. Some common ones that I see coming up with clients are, I'm not supposed to make any mistakes. If I do make a mistake, if I slip up, that means I've failed and I have to start over at square one. And that can be really discouraging. Also, the kind of thought, I've done the work, I'm motivated, I have a plan. It really shouldn't be hard to just follow it. Just I just have to do it. And then when you slip up, you feel like, you know, something is wrong. <laughs> something went terribly wrong. Um, another one is, I'm worried about it being challenging, but you know, it really shouldn't be a struggle. At this point, this should be easy. It usually boils down to something to the effect of the assumption that there's a right way to do this, a right way to go about accomplishing your goal, or a right way to follow the plan you have set out. And that kind of means not making any mistakes, and that it should be easy if you have all all the plan and you've got it done. We've really bought into this kind of misnomer, uh, and it's also being marketed to us endlessly about hacks, making things easier, simple things. Uh, that change is easy if you have the knowledge, if you have the specific missing piece of the puzzle, or if you follow these really defined specific steps. Yes, you do need some knowledge and a realistic plan. That could be in the form of a diet to follow, an exercise routine that you have mapped out, a stress management technique that you want to practice, or even just making a sleep schedule. But knowledge is not know-how. No amount of knowledge gives you the know-how, the experience, and the skill acquisition that showing up putting in the time, going through the steps, and slipping up when things don't go to plan does. The key is noticing how you react to these slip-ups. So the first thing I want you to do the next time you slip up or have a lapse, I want you to think about your thoughts. That sounds a bit funny, doesn't it? Thinking about your thoughts? It's very meta. What thoughts come up for you when this happens. This is really a time to get curious and become like a detective gathering information. Be honest with yourself. Thoughts like, I don't have what it takes to do that to do this. I don't have enough willpower. Maybe I don't deserve to succeed. Maybe I don't deserve to have whatever this outcome is that I'm working toward. Or maybe it could be like I'm just weak or I'm a crappy person for not being able to stick to my plan. Feelings of shame, disappointment, frustration, embarrassment, guilt, even anger, all stem from these type of thoughts. Get curious about your thoughts and those downstream feelings after you get off track or you slip up. This is important to do because not addressing it can undermine your ability to handle that slip and learn and move on. So you have several options for getting back on track, learning from it, and continuing to move on towards your goals. After noticing a negative thought, 
counter it with a positive thought. Essentially, talk back to the negative thought with a positive one. For example, if your thought is, I'm not supposed to make any mistakes. If I do, I failed and I have to start over from square one. And that causes you to feel shame or embarrassment. An opportunity to address that with a positive thought would be to counter with the thought, I'm not a failure because I've slipped up. I've made a lot of progress already and I will get back on my feet again. Another option is to look back at the situation and ask yourself what happened to learn from it. This is another place to get curious without judging yourself, others, or the situation. Answering questions like, what caused the slip up? Is it likely to happen again soon? How could I handle the circumstances differently next time? This helps you to be able to regain control as soon as you can. Because it's really tempting to go, what the heck, I blew it today, and wait until the next day or the next week or the next year to start following your plan again. So these techniques can help you address those thoughts, those feelings, reflect back on it, learn from it so that you get back on your schedule and get back with your plan right away and recommit to continuing on your path. Because all is not lost. Like you learn every day that you're taking an action, you're learning. And then those things where those days where you don't take an action, you slip up or you don't do something for a few days, you're learning from that as well. Additionally, it may be beneficial to talk with someone supportive. Connect with a supportive friend, call a supportive family member, someone that really has your back. And Talk to them about it. Get that that support you need. It also helps to talk with a coach to discuss new strategies and brainstorm options for handling slip-ups. Finally, focus on the positive changes that you've already made. Appreciate what you've learned and realize that you can get back on track. Slips don't reveal anything about you or mean anything about you. Even if those negative thoughts coming up, you're not hopeless, you're not lacking willpower or any other negative thought that comes up. You want to reframe those slip ups as learning opportunities because they're just part of your journey. I hope this has given you some ideas and inspiration to get back on track and get your mojo going. If you're interested in getting additional support, visit lisaduprecoaching.com slash services to see coaching options and contact links or complete the application for a free strategy session at lisaduprecoaching.com slash getcoached. Links will also be in the show notes. If this episode has been helpful to you, I'd love to hear from you. If there's a topic you'd like to hear more about, send it my way. Email me at lisa at lisaduprecoaching.com or connect with me on Instagram at lisaduprecoaching. Thank you for listening. Bye for now. Thank you.